Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week, me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. My name is Daniel Carroll, and thank you for joining me. This week, it's episode 66, and we're talking Time Crisis 2, which did come out for the arcade, but we're talking about, well, we're talking about the arcade and the PlayStation 2 version. Come on, let's be honest about these things. I'm joined by Rob Cox this week. Now, I played the hell out of Time Crisis 2. And I suppose, yes, there is the PlayStation 2 version, but we all know it's the arcade version that we absolutely love. That's the one which we absolutely adore, because the PlayStation 2 one, yes, you need, like, two TVs to make it the best thing it can be. We we know this. We know this. Let, let's, let's not hide away from this. Let's not shy away and make, oh, well, you need this, you need this. I know this. So it's the arcade version that I played the absolute death of. And myself and Rob, we managed to play this. This is when I was back in the UK. So this was back in December. So this was months ago. And when we went to the Barcade in Bury and Bury, Bury, and had an absolute great time playing this. As soon as we saw it, we're like, we're playing it. We're absolutely playing it. And we, we finished the whole thing. I felt sorry for Rob because he couldn't have a drink because he was driving. Um, but we finished the whole thing and absolute, we were wetting ourselves playing it just because of the, the, the plot bollocks. That was what was making us laugh. And I was just getting more into it because the beer was flowing. So I was just getting more and more stupid. And then we were getting really competitive with each other, trying to get better than each other's scores. I started winning, but then eventually he took over because, well, eventually alcohol kind of inebriated my shooting a little bit. But it was good fun. And I said, I love Time Crisis too. I really do. Now, if you are here just for Time Crisis, go over half an hour or something like that. And then we've got to do the intro. We've got to do the plugs. But if you just... Just here for literally Time Crisis, just go about half an hour or something like that, maybe a bit more. But stick around, we are. We, we do try to have a bit of fun, we try and have some fun on this show. But let's get the plugs out first, we've got to do them first. Wherever you listen to this show, please give it a five-star review, please follow, please give it a share, it really helps. And wherever you follow on your socials, whenever I put this up there, please give it a retweet, Instagram, flick, whatever, it's just the best thing to help us get out there. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC, which could be our top 10s, modern day game reviews, gaming events, or anything I really want to talk about. And as a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 39, which was 10 GameCube games that I really want. Absolutely a shit ton increase. Like, this was a massive step up from the N64 version. Like, yes, the N64 version is still playable, but it looks okay. Whereas the GameCube version, Double Dash, it still holds up. And it looks absolutely incredible. As I said, I've already covered on this the show, but this is one I really want. And I know when I've got my mates come round, this is out of all the ones on the list, this is the one we'll play the most. And that was episode 39 of the 10 GameCube games I really want. And probably next week, we, we have a few of them. I will update you all. Next week, well, I've finished it. And it's time to talk about the Metroid Prime Remaster. So we're going to master, remastered. So I'm going to be covering that. And my thoughts on probably Metroid in it, itself, its direction and where we're going. So expect that next week. 
And also to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month go to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which provide games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. Now, so far, I've raised $2.80, which I know is only very tiny, but hopefully we can make this grow. I'd love to get to the stage where you can say, right, we're going to donate a game, we're going to donate a console. That'd be really good. Additionally, if you want to um, support me on YouTube, you can do. I have put the show on YouTube. Retro Wars UK is on YouTube. And if we get that to 1,000 subscribers, any money I get from that, I will donate to the show as well. Now, if you want to donate games directly, you can do. And the link is in the description where you can do so. Additionally, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. You can take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comments on the Game of the Week, and a chance for me to butcher your names. Right, that's the plug done, so we can have a bit of fun now. It's all, that's all out the way, isn't it? We always get a bit bored about that, but it needs to be said. Right, let's get into our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Sixteen bits of nonsense is our letter section where you guys can ask me pretty much anything you want, and it really does become anything you want. I often try and say gaming related, but it never turns out that way, and I will do my best to answer. So let's go into them. We've got a good few questions this week. First of all, is Blaine the Hoagie Man? He says, "So, Mr. Danny, I have an idea, and I'll see what you think. We already determined that all of us are, are your wankers." Sounds horrendous. Which one of us are the wankiest of wankers? Maybe each week after you read 16 Bits of Nonsense, you can give out the Wanker of a Week award to write in the wankiest thing that week. Give it some time, mull it over. With that out of the way, let's play another Would You Rather. So would you rather... Oh, fuck God, here we go. Would you rather suck a punch Donkey Kong and then try to run away with... Run with one of his bananas hanging out your ass, Or would you rather let a match-out bullet punch you in the balls ten times? Um, okay, let, let, let's go through, there's, there's a few layers to this question, let's go through them all. So who is the wankiest of wankers out of the current group? Imagine if you just signed on to Patreon today, imagine I literally just signed you on and I did, dubbed you the wankiest of wankers. Imagine that, that'd be the quickest Patreon subscription ever seen. Um, wanker of the Week Award. No, I'm not going to do a Wanker of the Week Award, because the reason if I do a Wanker of the Week Award, you'll all start asking wanky questions. You just know it would happen. This would just become 16 bits of wankiness. That's what this show would be. We all know that would be the thing. But who is the wankiest of wankers? You know who it's going to be? It's bloody Captain N. It has to be, because every week we get the, oh, it's a game, I like it. I know it is. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And every time I fall for it, I'd have to read it because I need content, and he, he fucking knows it as well, you bastard. But, you know, he knows I love Captain N. He knows I love him, um, but it does, like, you fucker. But it's when I fall for stuff, because I don't often... If I if I have to really pause and have a think about a question, I'll sometimes pause the recording and have a think. But I try and just do these live, because I think they're funny, and to see my genuine reaction, like, when I'm reading it. Um, and as to your other question... About don- would I rather punch sucker punch Donkey Kong and try and run one of his bananas hanging out my ass, or let you bullet ch- bullet punch or get bullet punched by my champ? I am taking the Donkey Kong sucker punch, and I'll tell you why. Just because I sucker punched the bugger, a he's not going to feel it, and when my bananas hanging out his ass, he's just going to probably pull it out. I doubt he's just going to come and ram it in. I- he's just going to come get it. I might get a punch from him or whatever, a beaten, but to get a bullet punch from my champ. And bear in mind, Machamp beat Goro in a death battle. 
right? There is no way I'm taking a punch from him. He can smash boulders with those things. No. Just one of them. I think one punch would be enough. Because after that, my balls would just be this sticky paste. So, no, we're going with Donkey Kong because I don't think he'd actually hurt me. I think he'd just take the banana. And Although I'm not going to run very far with one of his bananas on my arse, am I? Let's be honest, they're huge. I said that might get... No, this is... Where, why has this show just become smut? <laughs> I know one day my daughter's going to look back at this and think, oh, let's look at the great work my father did, you know, when, you know, when I was little. And I said, I'm talking about a banana up my arse. Absolutely fantastic. This is, this is your livelihood hiccups. This is what you've got to play with when I go... Christ. <laughs> Speaking of the wankiest of wankers, Captain N, dearest Danny, with it's actually and it's I'm looking at it, it's a normal question, thank God. With reporter Jedi Survivors being yet another game that is released buggy, what are your thoughts on this when this happens? Should studios start to delay games to ensure quality, or is patching it as you go the way of the future? I think unfortunately patching is the way you go, and I don't like that. It really fucks me off. And we get into that because I've I did look into it and about patches, so I'll kind of give my thoughts later on, a little bit later of it all. But to to sum up your question, no, I think it's I think it's disgraceful. Honestly, I think it's absolutely disgusting that they do it this way. But there's a lot of cogs in this thing about when release dates come out because they're like, oh yeah, the game needs to come out this day and then maybe that involves, you know, the production as in like the making the game. It could be shareholders. There's a lot of cogs, but I don't like it. I've I've said about this one. And I'll go into it a little bit more in a few minutes, but no, I think it's bullshit and I think it should, it should be. Delay it. I prefer a delay all day long. So yeah, thank you for the questions, Catherine. I'm not ignoring it, but I'll get into it a little bit more. Uh, Raging Demon says, Dud, how's things, mate? Not bad. Not bad. I finished Advanced Wars last night, so I'm very happy with that out of the way. Um, I just I just wanted to play it. This is the original Game Boy Advance version, and I had an absolute freaking blast with it. I really did. I was actually... I didn't know when it was being released on the um, DS. Sorry, on the Nintendo... No, 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 on the Nintendo Switch. So I kind of already given it, picked it up, and then we saw the remix. I was like, okay, but then I stopped playing it, but now I've finished it. I've blitzed it flew. And I had an absolute great, great time with it. Apart from that, uh, I've been a bit all over the place. That's why the episode's coming out a bit later. Patreon's only coming out today, I'm sorry. Uh, so it's been a bit bit mental. Uh, back in work in, in about an hour or so. So I'm getting this recorded at 6 o'clock in the morning. I just need to get back into my routine. That's simply it. I just need to get back into my little routine of waking up at half four, going out for a run, doing something, doing weights, just getting into the routine, and then we get everything sorted. But no, apart from that, no, we're filling up guests for May. We've got about eight episodes lined up so far. I want to get ten if I can, because that'd just be absolutely sweet if I can do that. And Bucky the Beetle Herdler. Oh, I've done it again. I did it again. And he even said, I'm now the Beagle Hurdler, and I've done it again. Fuck's sake. I can't jump that high, so it works for me. Well, you're a dog. I'm thinking, like, these little these little hurdles, these little legs. I can't believe, even though I know it's Beagle Herder, I said Beagle Hurdler again. Fakes, fuck's sake. Great show, and thanks for the shout-out. Contra episode was great. I love Contra. Can't beat a single one of those games, but I love them anyway. Oh, thank you. Well, you knew. I said, that was, well, it was a good episode. Shane's great. I actually love having Shane. It was the first time we've ever spoke, personally, and I can't wait to work with him again. Um, although, 
if you go right <laughs> go to, go to their show i often plug that one but go to the retro hangover and i was their guest recently on the tmnt episode and i just kind of made it my mission as i was going through break shane because i could just see he was breaking internally like i could see the walls of his in of his mind were just caving in i was like i've got him i've got him and <laughs> I listened back to that episode and I just, even though I knew what was coming, I still was laughing my head off in the car. So please, if you want to have a bit of a laugh, go over to theirs and listen to the TMNT episode, my appearance. It's just stupid. Oh, it was great. And as for Contra itself, yeah, I it was great to beat it, but I had to save state like hell. I'd love one day to get to that stage where I'm really good at it, but no, nah, no. Nah. It's, just, it's just not happening, people. It's not happening. And finally, Chris Copleen says... Chuck's Dud, have you seen the Quokkas yet? Um, I haven't seen them for a while, uh, but I have seen Quokkas in their native and in the zoos. So if you don't know, Quokka is a animal. It's like a little rodent. It's a very, very cute rodent. And it does all the smiley faces. And it's based here in Australia. Now, specifically, they are in the wild-ish at a place called Rottnest Island, which is near Perth. Now, I have been to Rottnest Island. I was very lucky to go there when I was younger. And I have seen them. And it's really cruel. And if you're Australian, you'll know about this. They have this thing there called Quokka Soccer, which I think is really mean. And people kick them. It's like, you fuckers. You absolute little fuckers. And I remember it was them. One of them, one of this little kid tried to kick a Quokka. And my uncle went absolutely ape on him. Uh, I don't blame him because like, you don't kick an animal, you fucking wanker. What, we brought you up like that to kick animals. But I have seen them obviously in zoos and they're so cute. All oh, little faces that they do is so little cute. Uh, Quokkas, they're great. I, that's one of the animals I've seen. I've seen echidnas in the wild. Oh, fuck, I brought it up myself. I've seen an echidna in the wild. That was amazing to see it like actually come over to us and actually waddle over. It didn't run away. They can't really run that fast. But to see that in the wild, I've seen kangaroos in the wild. Uh, so it is nice to see like these animals. I've not seen a snake. I've not seen a snake yet. I've seen the spiders. Yeah, you, not many of them, to be fair. I've not seen many of the, the horror ones, but I have seen them. So yeah, they are here, hiding away in the darkness. All right, that is everything for 16 Bits of Nonsense. Thank you all for your letters. I really do appreciate it. Let's move into our new section, which is called Patch 66.0. Okay, patch 66.0 is our news section where we literally look, well, I look at what's happened and basically have a little chat about my opinions of things. So first off, big warning to everyone who's looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom. I know it comes out on Friday, but it's out in the wild. It is currently out in the wild, so be warned. Uh, spoilers on your social media may appear. Just be very, very careful what you're clicking and what you're looking into. And I know as soon as after Friday comes, I hopefully my Amazon should be dropping my copy off soon. Just be wary because I know people are really looking forward to that game. So if you don't want to get spoiled, just put your head down in the sand. There we go. Letting you know. There's my announcement for the week. Put your head in the sand and you'll be fine. Um, this is going back on to Captain N's question. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor released last week. Positive reviews. Great. But PC players are a bit pissed off because they need a huge patch and they've not said when it's coming. And literally, it just has one bullet point in the update saying performance improvements for non-ray tracing editing. 
and it's ridiculous. The PS5 and Xbox, um, they got a huge update, literally day one, and PC hasn't got it, and I just, it's bullshit. I've mentioned this before on the show when we were talking about games being rushed. I'd rather you do an Elden Ring, delay it, keep delaying it, keep delaying it, and make sure it's released when it comes out. I appreciate there's other people down the line, but the game is coming at some point. To release it into the stage where it's like not playable, I just wish we had a reg- regulatory body. Hey, there we go. And just says no. And just finds them. I just wish... That would happen. I know in theory, as a consumer, we can buy the game. And if it's broken, we can take it back. We have every right to take it back. But essentially, because they can't deny us that. We say the game's broken, it needs patching. They can't say, oh, it's going to get patched soon. Well, no, we've got a broken game, so we can send it back. But I just hate seeing it. And this game looks really good. So by the time I start playing it, which will be like 2029, I will be fully patched to death. We'll be on the PS6 and I can actually enjoy it. But it shouldn't be like that. People should be able to buy a game as it was day one and just play it. But we're never going to get to that stage. And that's just the shit. I think that's just the thing at the time. So I can't really say much more about it. But I just hope you PC Race wankers, I hope you get your little patch soon. Because, you know, although I don't like you, it's still nice to have your games and play. So I hope it gets fixed. Now, talking about Star Wars, apparently they found this. So you've got to be very careful of this. So if you want to play the game, just, just listen to stop listening for two minutes two minutes or something like that because i'm going to spoil something um this user on tiktok basically showed him playing the game and he explored this cave and it was the planet Kabo. and apparently it's the early stages of the game and apparently he entered a cave passageway and he came across a character late in the game and this is where i was going to go into that he should not be appearing until end game and that character is last chance is darth vader darth vader's in the game and um, which would have been absolutely great i imagine you meant to play him near the end not like in the beginning so and also that's not out so that sh- that shock that horror that thing is gone which would have been cool for people to see again that's the internet it will spoil shit for you so just be warned i just spoiled that shit but at least give you a freaking warning with these things oh that's annoying right phil spence of mac division this is big okay remember we talked about that um the courts in the uk the cma basically um, blocked the deal. Well, Microsoft's head has now said something. He's basically believes it's quite puzzling because about the cloud gaming has only just really started. He's come out and said that the CMA decision was disappointing. We've been talking to that group for coming up a year. They defined a market of cloud gaming that in my mind really doesn't exist yet, but they have a point of view that maybe we have a lead in the market and that is just forming, and this content could somehow prohibit others from competing in that market, Spencer said. Well, exactly. That's freaking it. I think that's, I think you've just hit the nail on the head there, mate. It's like you dominate that so much, uh, others might struggle to jump in. You've just dominated and bloody won the case for you, lost the case for yourself. Dumbass. That, that's exactly what it is. In the same interview, he doubled down and said that Microsoft does not necessarily need Activision Blizzard to deliver on its strategy, but would help speed things up. Okay, so I'm intrigued what the strategy is. But basically, he's gone out and said, like, it's an accelerant for their strategy. I just don't know what this strategy is. I, I, bullshit. Bullshit, that was your strategy all along. I can't see what else you've got in the pipeline. That would have been your literally your golden ticket at that point. So I can't see what your silver ticket's going to be. What the you know the, what is going to be opening the gates to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? I just can't see what it could be. 
Now, apparently he did say uh, send a memo to his staff and said Microsoft will press ahead even if the deal does not go through. Well, of course they have to. You're not going to sleep right. That's it. End of the day. No, we're done. We're done making games today. Um, and now the EU, as whilst the EU has got a hand down decision on May 22nd, the FTC, which is in America, is not until August 23rd. So it's not going to be settled, but it's it's going to, unless an appeal goes through to Britain, it's just going to get rejected. It's just not going to happen. They're just going to go, eh, eh, nope. Britain said no, we say no. That's how it, that's sadly, is what it's going to have to be. And going on about Phil Spencer, who's talking about Starfield. And, yeah, he's basically trying to say the console wars aren't dead. And he's basically come out and said, we are not in the business of out-consoling Sony or out-consoling Nintendo. Well, you're not going to be able to anyway. There isn't really a great solution or win for us. All I know is that it will upset a ton of people. But the truth of the matter is, when you're in third place in the console marketplace and the top two players are strong as they are, and in certain cases have a discreet focus on doing deals and other things that will make Xbox hard for us as a team, our vision is everyone on the console has a great experience and they feel like a first-class citizen. Okay, so what he means by that, he's kind of being a bit snide because he is right. They are third at the moment and he is right. Sony keeps signing shit. So Sony keep making deals, which is the other side of the coin where like, well, hang on, aren't, so, aren't Microsoft just doing exactly the same here thing as Sony doing? So I can understand that. Whereas Nintendo, well, Nintendo will just have their own IPs. So I don't think he means anything about them because they just, they just dominate with what the characters they've created. Just, but I like the view he's saying, you know, we want to make people feel like a first-class citizen. That's nice. That's what, you know, you want. You want people to basically not feel like they're just paying sheep in your, you know, cattle ship. You want them to enjoy themselves. So I actually like that opinion. So fair play. And finally, he goes out and says, I see a lot of pundits out there who want to go back to the time where all we had cartridges and discs and every new generation was a clean slate. And you could switch the whole console share. That's just not the world that we're in today. There is no world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and people start selling the PS5s. That's not going to happen. And he's right. Because we are in a different place now. Because back then, there weren't that many games. There weren't that many cross-play things where you could have the same game on. There was only the sports games. And when it back in those days, as a kid, you really had to make a decision which was going to be the one for you. It just wasn't the same to have both consoles. Where now, maybe because we're adults, we've got more you know disposable income, we can kind of do that. There's way more games available than we was back in the day. Like you could just, I could literally spend all day, every day, just well, say for two days straight, buying as many games as I wanted. I, well, my credit card wouldn't like it, but I could do it, and I could just basically purchase, 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 pur- just do it like that. And my fingers would bleed, but I'd still be downloading games until my Switch said, please, no more. I can't take any more. But it, it, what's the case? Because there's so much out there. Although I do wish that I do miss the console wars. Apart from he's just bitter and just bitter old man and wants those console wars back. And just all of us fighting each other. But yeah, it's, he's right. It's never going to happen. Now, moving on to other stuff. The Pokemon trading card game. And they should come out and said that there's currently a live version. Now, there has been a PC version of their game for a while, but there's going to be an actual mobile version, which is interesting. And basically, you can use in-store packs that you've actually bought. So basically, what happens is when you buy a pack of cards, you get a QR code that you can use for the online game. Well, if you can use your mobile phone games, people are going to be like, oh, shit, I better actually keep hold of my, my things now. So people can play the Pokemon card game on their phone, which I think will be great. So you can do it with Yu-Gi-Oh! You can, and there's many variations that we can play on Yu-Gi-Oh! So if we can do it with this, 
Absolutely fantastic. Really looking forward to that. Now, big news. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been cancelled on the Switch. Um, developer Firax... Firaxis? Firaxis? Firaxis. I, someone can pronounce that. I fucked that up. But basically, they came out on May 11th. Um, it was meant to be coming out on the... Oh, sorry. It's coming out on Xbox One and PS4 on the 11th of May. But they just decided the game's not releasing for the Switch. So I'm really intrigued to see why that is. No explanation's been given. Nothing to say what, what the reason is, whether the Switch can't run it. That, that's probably it, that they're struggling to get it to run on the Switch. Because it's a PS4 game. Just just putting it out there. But we'll we'll wait and see. Like, I've got it for the PS5. It's upstairs. I bought it for, like, dirt cheap. Uh, and I like my tactical role-playing games. But I just think it's going to get pushed to backlog just for now. So if you're expecting a review of that, it's not coming. Probably until next year. Just telling you now. Okay? Honest about these things, aren't I? Well, all right, okay, a few more things. Mario, the Mario movie, yes, we've gone on about this quite a while. But according to Forbes, a Twitter account with over a million followers uploaded the whole movie. I was like, fuck. And it was viewed nine million times before it was. It took seven hours to get down. I was like, oh, nine million views. Imagine if... Now, that's not to say those nine million people would have gone to the cinema to watch it. That's not to say they could have already seen it. So I don't want to say, well, that's like, you know, that's 20, if it's $30 a ticket, that's 27, 270 million. Is that right? Yeah, $270 million. And we're not looking at that. I'm not playing that game because a lot of people would have already seen it. But seven hours to get it down? Fuck me. Oh, that could have been so much worse, couldn't it? Although nine million times, like how much worse could you get? Jesus. Ah, oh, Elon. Jesus. What are you doing? Um, now, also talk about things like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is at Square Enix. They're Final Fantasy Pixels. Now, I know these games, these are the remastered version of the Final Fantasy series for 1 till 6. They are now available on the Switch. We've talked about this, but they released physical versions of the games, and you can't get them. They're gone. And they've all been scalped up, and they're selling for ridiculous prices, which is so annoying, because I do want a copy of it. I just think it would look good on your wall. And the box art looks really cool, looks really clean, looks really smart. And I do wish I had a copy. Out of all of them, I will just probably, if now I can't do that, I'll just be downloading Final Fantasy VI. As I finished two, I finished three, I'm finishing five, four maybe, if I go back to that. But yeah, I want to play six again. I'm going to play the Pixel Remaster just so I can get that refresh. But one, I'll probably play the PSP version for the one. I'm probably not going to play because I have got I've got the PSP version. I had it years ago. So yeah, probably just playing that for number one, but maybe four, definitely six. But if I can see it, if someone could see a copy for a reasonable price, please let me know, and I'll help and I'll get it shipped. I don't mind if it's American; I'm not really asked. I just want to have that box art. I think it's cool as fuck. And finally, the last bit of news: there's been a new game called come out called not come out, so the trailer called Unrecord. Now it's been doing the rounds. A lot of people thought this was a April Fool's Day. It, it's not. It was developed by Drama. And it's apparently it's going to be coming out at some point, maybe the end of the year, maybe next year. But it, it's a first-person shooter, and it has photorealistic graphics. And I'm not even lying; it there are it's so realistic, it's stupid. There are some points I think when it's when it's in the dark, you can kind of maybe tell it's a video game. But a lot of the time, you're like, "Holy shit, this looks looks like body cam footage. Like it looks that good." And the people look real as anything, and I kind of felt a bit uncomfortable watching it. 
And I know people are going to say, it's just a video game. It is just a video game. But when I play any game, any game, I know it's not real. Like, I know I'm playing, you know, even a player like Call of Duty, I know I'm playing Call of Duty. But this is looking next level. Maybe I'm an old man at this thinking, but I wouldn't feel comfortable playing a game which looks photorealistic and it actually looks like I'm killing real people. I just think that's going to be abused. I think eventually, if the game does come out... This, again, this is me, old man, you know, shouting at the cloud sort of thing. But imagine the game comes out and it is even more realistic than, you know, there's little bits where you can maybe kind of tell. And all the human fighters that you fight against, they start patching it where you're fighting, like, celebrities or you're fighting presidents or prime ministers. And I think that will it'd be possible to do. And I just think that's bad. Because imagine if you, like, say, you know, the... the you know, let's look at our Prime Minister here in Australia, Anthony Albanese, and there's a patch where you can be shooting him. I just... Something don't sit right with that. I don't know, again, this is Old Man at the Cloud, as I said, but people might say, oh, this looks absolutely great, this looks fantastic, it's the best thing ever, you're just an old shit, what do you know? But that's just my opinion. I'd love to hear other people's opinion on it. You know, maybe write in next week or let me know on the Discord, or maybe let me know, if you're not on Discord, let me know on Twitter, and let me know see your thoughts, because I just think, it's a bit of a touchy one, touchy one. And that is the news. Thank you very much for the news, for giving me stuff. I don't know why I'm thanking anyone, because it was the news. Let's move into our free section, which we call Stick It Up Your Jinjo. So Stick It Up Your Jinjo is a free section where I ask you guys what has been your gaming celebration of the week or what has really pissed you off to rage quit. And we got a shit ton, a shit ton of answers this week over on Facebook. Holy shit. And I'm not going to be able to read them all. I'm telling you now, it's currently at 69 comments. Of course it is. Of course it is. But a lot of them are just... Some of them are... I'm going to be honest. Some of them are just... Oh, that's the Switch is the fake picture. I know it's a fake picture. I know it's a fake picture. I just put it up there for God's sake to, to symbolize someone raging. And people are like, oh, it's a Photoshop. I fucking know. Jesus. Right, let's read a few of these comments. I said I can't read them all, but I will carry them over because some of them are bangers. Neil Sanders says, To my eternal shame, I bust an ST keyboard raging at Turrican 2 in the 90s. This taught me two valuable lessons. One, how to repair tracks with soldier bridges. And two, to reach for the off switch before spitting my dummy. Yeah. I think maybe not switch the off button. Maybe just, just walk away. Just just put the keyboard down and just say, I'm walking away. Maybe just do a bit of da- you know, Craig David. Just walk away. Just turn the console off. Turn the PC off. That's not going to work, is it? But I like it as repair tracks with soldier bridges. I was like, oh, he's obviously played that game a lot. I don't even know what Turrican 2 is, but I think that's funny. Just, I'm glad to see that Neil's not done it since. That's absolutely great. Oh, um, And then we got a reply to that. Um, and then it's, it's, someone said, his name is Andrew. I'm going to fuck this up. Andrew Limber, Limberopolis. Yep. 
I fucked that up. He says he was replying to Neil. But he said I used to play NHL 12 to 14 at a pretty high level on 360 and broke a few controllers, losing double digit win streaks. Oh yeah, I can imagine when you get to double digits, you're feeling like a pretty much like god, and you must be going up the rankings pretty well. Yeah, I can understand that one, but it's ice hockey, so what what can you expect? It's just not the best game. Gav Finley says, so many getting stuck in scenery on Driver 3 during that last chase. Never played that, but I'm sure someone who's played Driver 3 will be able to feel your pain. I do remember this one. He said, I remember my brother using an Explorer cheat card on his PS1 while trying to get a fast time on Resi 2. The cheat was to get unlimited health, to, sorry, to give you unlimited health, yet Willem and Birkin beat him to death with a pipe. He wasn't best, please. Yeah, it could be a bit like, what? No, that's illegal. I am doing something illegal, and now you're doing something illegal. How is this working? How the fuck does this work? Oh, you're getting to the end of the game as well. You'd be, you'd be seething. You'd be absolutely seething. I can understand that one. Oh, yeah. Um, Franklin S, I'm going to butcher this, Kamishini, Kamish, Kamanishi, I'm sorry if I butchered it, in every online com- competitive game, drives me crazy at one point, I've had to punch the walls, i punched the walls so many times that I've had to find money to fix the holes in it, Jesus, what are you, how fucking thin's your wall, or how strong are you, Christ, I do get it, though, competitive gaming, it, it does drive you insane, like, I've rage quit a Pokemon, for fuck's sake, it's like, if you fuckers, you fucking cheated. They didn't cheat. It's just the better than you. <laughs> but when you're doing really well and you just have the, the, you know, your legs taken from you or you go on a losing streak, oh my God, nothing says you suck and you're shit at games and you go on a losing streak on an online video game. You feel shit. But I've never punched a wall. I've nearly threw a few controllers. I've never punched a wall. Oh my God. Oh, poor all. Oh. Let me know if you finish the war. Send me pictures of you all, Franklin. I want to see it. All right, a few more. Two, two, two more. All right, Mark Parker says, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection always made me throw my switch across my local pub. The bar staff were laughing at me because I kept ranting at it, but didn't realize I was getting louder with every laugh. I hate that game. Fair play to you taking the switch to your pub. I think you're probably getting louder probably because you were getting drunker. So... Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection probably isn't a game with alcohol that you you know you need to have because you Ghosts and Goblins is a fucking dick series anyway because it's so bloody hard. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's very very hard. But alcohol doesn't help that. That makes the situation way worse. What are you doing, man? Put the alcohol down. Although I love the bar staff were in on it. You would have everyone would have been laughing at you. So I well done, well done, Mark. Well done. Okay, one more. Okay, Rege- Regena. Boasmara, Boosma, Wind Waker, I've bitch names, I'm sorry. Wind Waker, that stupid pirate ship with the ropes, made me throw my GameCube controller towards my CRT TV set. Both were still in 100% working condition. They don't make stuff that surdy no more. No, they're right. The, the, the 100% right. They don't make TVs. Like, good old CRTV, that was taking it. You could you could, you could, could punch that thing and it'd be all right. You hear the dunk as you've done it. Again, I'm not encouraging you to do that. But if you throw something at your TV now, it's just going to get that black across. You're like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Jesus. That's not good. And what scares me about this is that, he, yeah, he's right. Uh, or is that, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. Sorry. I I, I, I apologize. Um, I just went red, you know. I've not looked at your picture. Um, but they've, they've, they're right because they don't make things no sturdy. Like, look at the Nokia 3210. You young'uns won't know what a Nokia 3210 is. That is literally the goat of phones. 
you could throw that. We, me and I used to throw that across the pub, and it would not break. It was just impossible to break the 3210 or 3310, either of them. Absolute gods. But also scares me because Wind Waker, that's, I'm getting that soon. And yeah, the pirate ship, I've got a vague recollection of that, so I'm not going to be looking forward to it. So thanks, Renjina. Red, Red, Ren, Renga. I'm so, I'm so sorry for doing that. You're going to fuck me up. But thank you, everyone, for your sub your submissions. I'm going to take all the submissions that were said on there because there are some absolute bangers on there, and I will just keep following through. So if you didn't hear me this time, come to next week, and I will come through. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you. That's the best we've ever had, the best I've ever had for this, and it's great because I want to keep this section alive and kicking. So I will be replying to all of you as well. All right, let's move in to our... Little free game that we have for Patreon players, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Now, Survive or Die, I said, is our Patreon show where each week we get either two characters, two mechanics, two franchises, two anything, two games, and we have them knelt before Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is sitting there to judge them with Shao Kahn's hammer. Now, one of them will get their brain smashed in, and one of them will be able to live to fight another day. Now, we're making rules about this and how that works, but I don't care. It's my game. Now, I let you guys have your say, and I have my own opinion, but I am willing to hear from you, and if you change my mind enough, I will listen. But this week, as we're considering Talking Time Crisis 2, it's an arcade game, yes, but let's look at the other big shooting house arcade game, which was House of the Dead 2. As I said, both of these were quite prolific back in the day in your arcades, and I still see them pop up now and again. So I've got a good few responses here, and I love it when I get responses, because I think you guys really like playing this game and hearing my thoughts. Captain N says... When I joined the service, I had my first night off in basic training. We weren't allowed to leave the complex. In a common area, they had a House of the Dead 2 arcade setup. I went and got myself a roller quarters and beat this bad boy from end to end. Such memories of this one, but I've already beat it so it can die. Also, Time Crisis, gun game, it's Chrono Trigger. Oh, I see what you did there. Time. Chrono Trigger with the gun. Very clever. Well, thank you for your service, first of all, Captain N. Um, and yeah, I can imagine, yeah, you've done it, haven't you? You've finished it, and you would have needed a lot of quarters back in the... Yeah, just once you get your quarters in, done, all finished. Imagine back in the day using quarters to play video games. Now it's like a pound, two quid. It's like, fuck, you robbing bastards. You robbing bastards. They definitely make... Well, I suppose arcade machines are an absolute fortune, so they do need to probably charge that much. But either so, you're like, you bastards. So, yeah, that's 1-0 to Time Crisis so far to survive. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Easy one. House the Dead 2 has monsters and cheesy dialogue, so it survives. Well, okay, that's one all, but Time Crisis 2 has some shitty dialogue. I'm telling you now, it does. It, but at least, Blaine, that's an easy one for you. You fell for all the rules. Raging Demon, he says, Tough choice, however. Keith and Robert are on their way. And Keith and Robert are on their way. No one can beat them. Wait, wait, action! Bang, bang, and House of the Dead is wounded and begging for a merciful death by Shao Kahn's hammer. <laughs> I like that. Wait, 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 wait. Action. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I forgot about they got to wait till the action. That's cool. And House of the Dead is already wounded. Okay, so they're getting killed. So Raging Demon is giving that two as well. So we've got 2-1 currently to um, Time Crisis. 
Keith and Robert. Well, I've got comments about Keith and Robert. I'll tell you that right now when we talk about this game. Stefan says, Steph Hatter says, such a difficult, cho- difficult choice. Going to have to cheat as they're both brilliant. Time Crisis 2 survives because House the Dead is already dead. Also, though, has anybody actually ever completed either of those? How much did it cost? Well, to answer your question, Catherine Enns already finished it and a roll of quarters, apparently. And you've not cheated. You're allowed to say they're both brilliant. You've got you've got no problem. You can say they're both good games, Steph. That, that's fine. It's just cheating if you say both of them survive. That's when it cheats. But I see what you do. I see what you've done. But basically, yeah, Time Crisis 2 surviving. Simple as that. It's not getting hammer card. So it's getting, it's 3-1 so far. But yeah, I finished Time Crisis 2. I had done it on the PlayStation with what, with, you know, what you needed, the requirements, the continues or whatever. But I remember when we played it in the arcade mode, oh my god, the amount of quids I would have needed to get through that. Like, especially the end, we were dying so much. Maybe it's just more difficult, the arcade version, but holy shit, we died so much playing that game. It was just getting absolutely silly, but I still had an absolute blast playing it. All right, two more. Chris Goplin says, you can't kill the people whose job it is to kill the dead. What if we kill House of the Dead 2 and it decides to come back like Robotnik did? No one could stop them, so we have to smash Time Crisis 2. Also, House of the Dead 2 came out in the Dreamcast and the Time Crisis 2 didn't, so yeah, easy decision. So it's 3-2 now it's Time Crisis. No, 3-2? Yeah, 3-2. Yeah, I can understand the logic on that one in the sense of it came out in the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was a cool cool last console and the Time Crisis didn't because that was a Sony console. Uh, Yeah, well, okay, Chris Chris has a problem here. Because Robotnik has played this game twice. And he's already had his brain smashed in once and he survived the second time. I'm not making the rules of these things. There's no set if you, you know, you've you've died, you can't come back to fight another. There's nothing saying that. Nobody's saying that in the rules. We we haven't defined the rules. Maybe that's one thing. And if you keep going on about this, maybe you, Chris, will become the wankiest of wankers if you carry on the way you're going. Oh, finally, Nico Hilson. What's what's Nico gonna say? Is it gonna be is it going to be a clean sweep? Well, not really a clean sweep. Is it going to be a draw? Is it going to be a win for Time Crisis? You can't kill what is already dead, baby. Okay, there we go. House of the Dead survives because me and my brother played the crap out of it when it came out for the Wii and sank so much time to it. Time Crisis never really got me pumped like its opponent did, and maybe this may be an unpopular opinion, but I found it to be a bit boring. That's fair enough. You can have your opinions. Of course you can have your opinions, but it's a draw overall. But yeah, you've had that thing with the Wii. I never played it on the Wii. I didn't realize it came out for that. I know they did a remake recently, but I don't know if that's any good. But yeah, okay, yeah, you sang so much time. Oh, you would have the Wii controls as well. That'd be quite cool seeing you playing that. But well done. Well done finishing that. So there you go, Steph, another one. Nico's finished it. Um, okay, so it's a draw. So I really can't... You fuckers can't help me today, can you? Um, okay, unpopular opinion for some. For others may be happy. I am going to go with Time Crisis 2. And the only reason I'm going to go with that is not just because it's, they're already dead. It's just because I it's nostalgia. I do not have the nostalgia for time for House of the Dead 2 that I do for Time Crisis 2. However, I will. I will find a way. It, what I'm going to do, right? If I ever see House of the Dead 2 in an arcade from now on, I will play the fuck out of it. I will give it a really good go. Because I'm not going to download the Dreamcast version. I'm not going to do it any other way. I'm going to play it in exactly the same way that I did the arcade version Time Crisis 2. And I will literally bang that. No, no, no. I was going to say some naughty things then, which would have been clipped. I'm going to smash, either way, smash the hell out of it. 
and just see what I can do. Even if I see Time Crisis 2, I will go to House of the Dead 2. That is a promise. I will take photo evidence to show that and to try and finish it and give you my thoughts. But thanks, guys. I really love it when you get involved. It's so much fun. It's great. It really is great. And um, what have I been up to? Um, well, my sleep pattern's all over the place. I'm waiting for a mate um, and his missus to have their baby. So, like, I'm looking after the kids. So, it's just been a bit, ugh, all over the place. Um, and currently, it's getting cold. It's getting absolutely cold again. Uh, I was getting some dodgy looks yesterday in the swimming pool. Uh, I don't give a shit. Because I went with my little girl and we played the freeze game. And I will freeze wherever she tells me to. And I will not move. And it was funny. We're like in this really low section. That's like kind of meant for like, you know, maybe four and below. And she is four. And she said, Daddy, freeze. So I was on my back lying there frozen. Uh, you know, I could just lie there. It's fine. And then she's dragging me across the pool bottom. And all these parents look at me like, oh, well done, but well done, mate. Keep it warm. I said, I'm frozen. And eventually she took a finger up my nose as I'm being dragged along. And then when you got to, like right to the end, it's like the really little babies. And it's just like rough flooring. And she's trying to drag me across. I'm like, no, fucking stop, dickhead. I'm fucking my shoulder. Fucking sandpaper. It's like sandpaper. I was like, oh, fucking stop. She's like, daddy, move. I'm like, daddy, no. Daddy in pain. Leave daddy alone. But no, it was good. It was good fun. But now I'm freezing to death. Hopefully the sun will come out and help me. But I just can't see that happening. And what have I been playing? Well, I've finished two games. I've literally got them done. I finished, as I said at the beginning of the show, I finished Advance Wars. So happy I've got that done because I really enjoyed it. And Breath of the Fire is freaking done. Breath of the Fire. Breath of Fire is freaking done. <sighs> what an arse that game is. All I can say, what an absolute arse that game is. I did not have fun with it at all. Just get ready for that thing. It's ridiculous. All right, we've been going off only 45 minutes. Long time. And I know you're all waiting to hear on Time Crisis 2. So as I said, you know, I had an absolute blast with this, playing it again. Love playing it. I said it's just survived in Survive or Die. And I have a lot of nostalgia for this game. But really, when we play it properly, does it hold up? Does it still work? Well, that's what we're going to find out, aren't we, in a bit. But first of all, I always give you a chance to speak and get your thoughts out. So Captain N says, man, I remember Time Crisis 1. And they went ahead and made Time Crisis 2. And I couldn't agree more. There we go. That's why you're the wankiest of wankers. Answered your own point there. Ugh. Raging Demon says, I couldn't agree more that Time Crisis 2 is a light gun game. Don't you freaking start. And this is a fantastic art game. I only rented it for the PlayStation 1 a few times. But I had a Saturn and Virtual Cop 2. So, mm, okay. And then Chris Copleen joins in. Of course he does because it's a Saturn comment. Virtual, 2, Virtual Cop 2 is a lot of fun. No. Stop this bullshit of getting your stinking Saturn on this show. Any little, he's looking and waiting for it. When he, he's sitting there waiting for it. Literally, the moment the satin came up, he was like, literally, like, ooh, what, 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 satin? And he's like, freaking in, like a meerkat bobbing his head up, looking for things. What, 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 what? Dick. Right. Yeah. See, I get, at least I read it. I could have ignored it, but at least I read it for you. But that's enough for me talking. All right, we need to get into this because we've been going on for so long and I need to go to work. Let us get into this. We are talking about Time Crisis 2. So let me play some music. And when I come back, me and my guest, Mr. Robert Cox, are talking about Time Crisis 2, which did come out for the arcade, but specifically because it's a console thing. We're talking it came out for the PlayStation 2 in Europe on October the 19th, 2001. Fucking hell, I'm old.
Returning to the show is Mr. Robert Cox. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, buddy. And we've just been talking off air. Um, we will get to the game, but we're just talking off air because I said after this, I'm going to do some pot washing, and you're mocking me for going pot washing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is this, like the 1950s? Just going to get down to the river and just wash your pots and pans. Yeah, that's what it's like in Australia, mate. <laughs> that we don't have running water. Like, we don't have clothes. The first thing he says to me as he get online, he's like, why are you half naked? I was like, I want to be half naked on this stream. There's the, there's the image for everyone. Yeah. He's sitting there fully clothed and I'm half naked. Yeah. And I assumed you were half naked. You know, I can obviously only see the, your top half. So, <laughs> you, know, you could just be completely lying and be totally naked and I wouldn't even know it. To well, be fair, I probably could pull that off, couldn't I? Because no one could see me. I just start <laughs> sitting here naked and just go, ah, fuck yeah. it, what are you going to do? Oh, it's just my it's just my top half. It's really humid here. And really, you're just getting sweaty balls everywhere. Sweaty ball. I do need me. <laughs> to be fair, I'm sitting on leather, so there's no way I'd be oh. sitting. No, yeah, there's no oh, way. Okay. And because I'm old, because I'm old, I have a cushion behind my back, so I'm not getting sweat. I'm an old man, literally. I'm an old, I'm so old. I'm so old, but I am old enough. Here we go. There's a segue that we are talking about a game that came out in the. I thought this came out in the early 2000s, but apparently it came out in the arcade of the late 90s. And that's, I know, yeah, shit. It's yeah. Time Crisis, <laughs> Time Crisis Two. Now we can talk about the PlayStation Two version, but did you ever play the PlayStation Two version? Yes vaguely remember it i never had a playstation 2 so i would have been playing at a friend's house but mostly on the arcade yeah that's it mostly i've played the ps2 version and it's pretty much the same right it's just the multiplayer which is just a bit different but the reason why we're doing town crisis 2 was simple because we went when we went to bury um oh by the way while we talk about this did you i don't know if you listened to some guy wrote in um and a guy one of our patrons wrote in and basically he he signed up just i think basically he signed up just because it's called bury a shithole and then he he knows who i'm talking about and he said it's not a shithole and i next episode i went stand by it it's a shithole but we went to the um the gaming arcade I had a great time, and it was one of the first games. We got a few beers in, but that was one of the first games we played was Time Crisis 2, and we finished that the whole way through because I think... Yeah, we smashed it. We smashed it because I think with Time Crisis 2, I think it's one of them, like, I will... Whenever I see it, I will play it. Yeah. Straight away. It's always the one with the longest queue, you know. You just you just got to get like, something about like those guns, you know? You just yeah. Gotta, like, shoot I, I, or something. I think it's better than time. I I played this like in an arcade more than Time Crisis One. Well, I don't really see Time Crisis One in an arcade, but yeah, time, and Time Crisis Three. I played Time Crisis Two. Am I like every time I see that? If I ever see in an arcade, I will just go for it immediately. Yeah, I remember. I remember probably the first time I ever completed Time Crisis was on. We were going on a school trip to France. Yeah. And we were just on the ferry. The ferry had an arcade. And it's like, let's just spunk all our money into Time Crisis and see how yeah. far we can get. Yeah. I think I probably spent like 30 quid, which was probably all my money in the entire world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you may have just bought the game and then yeah. you have no money, but at least you've got yeah. something. But <clears throat> we, we, yeah, said so we, we played it a few pints in us. We played the whole, well, a few pints in me because you were driving. Um, yeah. and, and we literally had a we had a great time, and we we did finish the game. 
Um, but I tell you what, hard as balls. It was we died a lot, and we're not shit. We died a lot in that game. Well, speak to yourself. I'm <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but we we died so much. But I tell we you what, that. we had such a laugh playing that. I haven't laughed like that for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is. I mean, it was so good. And the fact that it actually didn't really matter too much that you died because all the arcade games are free. So it's just like... Yeah. Just shooting the shit out of stuff, you know? It can't well, go wrong. We... Because we, that's the thing. We, we had the the whole room where we could have basically... We, we played the old Turtles games. And we could have. We could have just basically played that the whole way through. But I think, you know, Turtles is one thing. But we, but we had the chance to play this. And we did just play the whole thing. We finished yeah. start to finish. Yeah. There was a whole line of little kids being like, can we have a go? And we're like, back, back off. off. <laughs> back off, cans. You fucking wait your turn. Throw a pint in their face. Get off. Get away. But it, it's great. I, this game sums up my childhood. And I still think, I, even when, I, uh, if the wife's with me, I'm saying, no, 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 I will say, watch this. And I act all cool because I'm, I'm, uh, my accuracy is quite good on Time Crisis. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Like, <laughs> get me an actual gun and I'll be amazing. It's all about the stance as well, you know. Once you get hold of that gun, you know, I've never shot a handgun before, but you know, you get the whole shoulder, shoulder to the side, hand holding underneath, you know. Yeah, I I, I have shot a gun and I can tell you now the stance you use for time crisis is not the stance you would do with an actual gun. I will tell you that yeah. right now. <laughs> like oh. yeah, the recoil you just ruined my entire Yeah, music. I have. I have uh, the, the stance. The stance you use for a real gun is not that. I'll put that right now. Sorry, sorry. You've yeah, killed my dreams. I've killed your dreams. <laughs> but so what happens if you stand like that? You just get hit in the face. Well, you you can't one hand for a start because the recoil. Okay. Um, I mean, but you, you you could you could stand like you know the, the traditional pose, but you just can't go trigger finger like because the, the, uh, there is a, there's a, there's a good snap and you've got to keep your hand. Uh, okay, we're going off topic again, but you got to keep your hand a little bit lower than you think because when the gun comes back, like to, to reload the next bullet, you'll get what's called snake bite, and you you really will like you can see it when it happens. But Jesus, that it's loud. It, it's it's a shock yeah. when I got to do it. You know, it really surprises me that Time Crisis isn't exactly like shooting a real gun. You know. Well, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like you'd never think. Like honestly, the plot of this game, you'd never think. <laughs> we 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 were pissing ourselves like the the realism of this game, and like it's two guys basically to start off running through Venice, absolutely destroying everything, yeah. and there's no sign of the police whatsoever. Not one. No, I mean maybe they just killed the police before they got there. You know. That's a possibility. Yeah. And the army, because clearly the army won't get involved. Like, this is army level shit. Like, literally, in that first level, Venice is literally being taken over by people with basically tankers, with people with rocket launchers. And it eventually ends with you doing a big chase on speedboats. Yeah. It starts off in that nice kind of al fresco dining area. It It does. Maybe. Maybe a lovely couple on a little romantic date, and you just, you know, just tear through it. Just, just absolutely a big old battle. Yeah, absolutely, you absolutely tear through it. Like God knows, in that first level, only the first level, but the amount of people which must have died, civilian yeah. life, it would have been horrific. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck you, Venice tourism. You know, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's absolutely <laughs> annihilated. And like, you know, the one point you're getting barrels thrown at you, which makes me think and that bit's awesome, by the way, when you're going up the hill and the barrels are coming at you. But makes you think, who the fuck is lining up these barrels? <laughs> They're just there waiting for, right, wait, it's time. Yeah. Roll the barrels. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know that scene in The Matrix when, like, all the guns, he's like, what do you need? Guns. Guns. Like, all the guns <laughs> right. What he didn't see is slightly off screen, which is what he really wanted to take was just a big stack of barrels because everyone knows if you want to fuck somebody up, barrels. Hey, look at Donkey Kong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Trailblazer. Exactly. Yeah, he, he, he had it set. He knew exactly what he was doing. You know, and they obviously went right. We can, we're onto something here. We can do a bit of this, but it, <laughs> it was just so much fun. Even though, like, so that's the first. Or we can go through the levels because they were so much fun. So the first yeah. level, yeah, that's a, you're, you're basically facing this proper cheesy '90s geeky boss on a speedboat, and we kept laughing because like he's on his speedboat and you're on these little dinghy boats, and literally men just keep appearing from his speedboat. It was like, how many men has he got on that boat? <laughs> yes. Who's driving yeah, it? You you must waste like fifty boats or something like that. Yeah, it's but who's insane. driving our boat? Who? <laughs> our boats are going in all sorts uh, of directions. Like, who the fuck's driving them? It's clearly not us. We're shooting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, but you know, this game's not really built on realism because, like, the second level, like, whatever you thought about the first level, it's the second level which just gets you because you yeah. start off in a forest. That's fair enough, right? That's all funny yeah. games. But then you jump on a train, which, by the way, is awesome. Jumping up the yeah. train is awesome. But it was the because you basically have to dodge the poles in the middle. You've got people yeah, shooting. Cause it, yeah, because like you, you got the pedal, haven't you? Which yeah, like, and you got to jump. Around. That's so cool. But it's the boss. Uh, we were pissing ourselves fighting the boss because first of all, he starts with a minigun and you, only one of you can shoot him. And then it's like, right, fuck this minigun. And it just picks up a whole missile. It's like, is he going to pick? Oh, no, he's picking it up. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like a tiny missile. You know, it's not like something that anyone could realistically pick up. It's like the, you know, the entire length of a train carriage. Yeah. He's picking it up as if it means nothing. He's like, ah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll just swing this Bring it around. Like, that, that that's what does it really? That's that's what like the final bit in the helicopter is fine. I can accept that, but I just can't accept this guy just picking up this fucking missile. Like, yeah, and it's just not just picking up either. It is like he's trying to just use it like a baseball bat. Just yeah, completely, he's completely. swinging it like a baseball bat. I was like, holy shit! How strong this is, Ash Ketchum strong. This is ridiculous. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the guy's got some serious fucking roid rage, hasn't he? He's proper roid rage. Like, again, the alcohol's in me, so I'm already dying laughing. And then we go to the third level where basically you're facing against Steve Jobs and and his, yeah. mis- and his satellite, which was hilarious. And you have to fight Mad Dog, who I found his name is Mad Dog from the first game. And then uh... Steve Jobs with the rocket launcher. But then Steve Jobs gets all pissy and grabs you, miss the, the female in it. Um, yeah. And I think, oh, you, he's like hiding behind it and you got to try and shoot to the left of him. And I was thinking, oh, what happens if you shoot her? And I was thinking, oh, do you lose a life? And I was like, no, you just lose a bit of um, points. I was like, ah, ah, there's no real consequence here. I'm like, just fucking just go nuts. So she can survive yeah. a shot as well. Yeah. Like, just shoot her. She's useless. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's pretty useful for the bus, right? Well, yeah, there we go. Yeah, useful. body for yeah. him. But yeah, you know, but maybe she's just super hardcore. You know, she's a because she's like uh, she's your friend, right? We sponge up all the bullets, so you know. Maybe well, yeah, look, just look at look at Natalia from Bond. She could take a few before she went down. <laughs> so maybe she's the next Natalia. But what what like when you you beat and you have to fight Steve Jobs again and you yeah. face face him on his satellite, and by that yeah. point, because the satellite takes so many bullets, we kind of switch trigger from oh. we went we went from like the normal pose to. <laughs> Just put your finger in the trigger and then just like rattle it back and forth. It was like, that's yeah. so much quicker. That's when you know shit's got real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you get the when you get the old finger flick. Do you imagine do you imagine if it was like a real gun and you just got some, you know, like the agents coming in and there's just some guy with his finger in the trigger. This is my final form. Oh fucking hell! Like it's a badass laser. Again, we're dying left, right, center, but we're just pissing ourselves. But then the thing which made us laugh was like you dropped air off just before you went and fought the satellite, and then the satellite blows up, and we're like, "There's no fucking way. There is no way she survived that. There's no way we should be surviving this explosion." And then lo and behold, you're in the water, and she just rocks up in this little boat, a little dinghy, and you. Yeah. But she's not even driving the boat. I was like. Who the fuck's driving this boat? It just, it just, it just calmly just ends up by you. It's like bullshit. Yeah, literally unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I love it. Yeah, fuck you, Namco. This game's not realistic enough. How yeah. dare you? Do you know what though? I won't. I won't hear anybody say this game is not realistic. I was like, fuck off. Just, just take it for what it is. And it's fun. It's over the top chaos. Yeah, I mean, you know, even I mean, on the arcade game, you you got the gun with the, I don't know what the bit's called, the bit that like slides back. Yeah, makes it like you're shooting. You know, how is that not realistic? How is that not incredible? Like incredible. The thing is, what what makes this game stand out compared to any other games I play in the arcade is the two player mode. If you have, if I have a mate there. Like, uh, yeah, as I said, I will play it. I will play it on my own. I always will. But if I see it, if I see I've got, well, if I see all oh, has a two player, but if I've got a mate with me, I am like, literally, for the love of God, get over there, please. Because to play two player time crisis is heaven. It, it is the best. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is brilliant. It just feels like you're, you know, you're together. Yeah. Brothers and arms. Yeah, he know. does. It's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I got you, I bro. I do have a bit of a confession to make, though. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. So, at some that certain point in the game where your your friend is on the opposite side of the screen to you. Yeah. You were probably looking at your own screen and didn't realise how many times I accidentally shot you in the face. You dick. You dick. I was very careful not to shoot my bro. I was like, I'm not shooting my bro. He's my bro. I mean, I was trying. I apologise. Friendly the, fire. From the depth of my heart, I'm so sorry for shooting you in the face. <laughs> but this thing, shooting you in the face, uh, shooting each other in the face, you lose points. And it does get that competitive edge here because you want to try and beat the guy next year. Although you are bros in arms, but you want to get the highest points, which I think is so cool. But what was good about it, it was that 
you basically had there were it was like two different games. It was two separate games completely. There's two different angles. And you could see at one stage, like I might be hiding. You can see like actually realistic me hiding when I'm reloading. And then you yeah. can see I'm being aimed at by a red guy because the red guy's instant hits, instant life. And then you can you can pop him off. I was like, that's so good. That's just so cool to see. It's amazing. Yeah, no. It's I mean that it feels like proper teamwork, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, they do they, they go off on branching parts. They do yeah. like yeah. briefly. They come but they come back. But it, yeah, it's the fact you see you can see the over you can see each other. And then yeah, you see each other exactly moving right. across. I was like, that's just so good. Nothing like crouching down whilst I pop off a few red guys, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> oh, I was losing my mind a few times. Cause like, so in this game, in this game, you've got different men. You've got gray, blue, uh, like red, yellow. Yellows are points in this game. And the other game, in Time Crisis 3, they give you guns. But I was losing my mind. Cause usually a red guy is like, they, they whoop, 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 keep the fuck away from me. But I was getting like life shot by a blue guy. I'm like, no, no, blue do not lose my health. Grenade guys do it, knife guys do it, and red guys do it. Not you, not a blue guy. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. And those knife guys were mean as well, though. They were like, they're fast. They're fast, but you've got that thing. That's why it's good teamwork because one of you could just dodge behind a box and the other one's like, Mah! bang. You're going to be quick here. Yeah. I mean, got... who brings a knife to a gunfight, right? Who obviously these well these like who brings a freaking grenade launcher? Like <laughs> all right, okay. I was like, and they take multiple hits as well. I was like, oh fucking hell! But it was just, I I don't know. I I just love the fact you can just team up. I, there's not, I can't think of many games at an arcade where you yes you've got like the turtles games, the final fights, the golden axes, whatever. But when it comes to teamwork, this this yeah. is what is just I think is the this is teamwork. It really is. Yeah. I, I would I would argue that it is up there amongst the best, like the most fun to play in an arcade. Yeah. No, I I would a hundred percent agree with you. I, I really like we played a lot of games that day. We played a shit ton of games, but a lot of them were against each other. Apart from like we played Turtles in Time, which was which was awkward playing it with two people because they were cowbongering and there you could clearly see the missing sprites. From the other two, which was, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it, it was like they were trying to do a cowabunga, but it was like the hands were at an angle because obviously they should be. Um, you should have the Four other ways. turtles. I was yeah, like, yeah, it just just looks fucking weird. But this, we spent more time. Well, actually, no, we spent a lot of time on this. And we spent a lot of time on the racing game because again, that was just fun us racing against each other. But yeah. but we spent most of the time just doing time crisis because it was just fun working together pissing off kids um and it, it was great like i well there's not much else you can say about this because i well you can talk about i suppose the the, the ps2 because i had the ps2 version i i got ps2 i know it, we essentially don't really cover arcade games per se but i think this is the best way to play it is on the arcade because yeah i'd played the death out of time crisis i i did manage to finish time crisis with one continue like without that and it's fucking oh. hard because you need to it, it's it's one of those games. You've got to be fast. Got the timer, and you've got to get good, basically. And that'll be the same with this. And I have, I have finished Time Crisis Two on my own. I have on the PS2. When you play it with split screen, I never did because you know you need two guns. 
but it's literally the screen just goes, it doesn't even go full screen. It goes half screen and then half a quarter screen. It's like tiny. Wow, it, it, it's not, it's not good. Cause it, it's just terrible. But apparently you can do it. If you have two CRT, CRT, well, two TVs, two copies of the games, two PlayStation twos, as if uh-huh. anyone back then is doing it. It's just not happening. Um, no. So do I recommend if you want to play one player, get it for the PS2. But if you want to really enjoy it, it, it's an arcade. And as I said, you still see this. I know that arcade place where I went to is very different because that was a collection. But I will still see Time Crisis 2 to this day. Yeah, you totally do. It's it's just got that lovely, like, nostalgia thing on it, you know? Like, got that stupid memory of playing it on the boat, you know? Yeah. I'm never going to forget it. Yeah, nothing nothing beats it. Like I said, I've played it so many times. I can't. I literally Namco should be coming to my house with my own edition, like a special edition of the game because I've given them so <laughs> much freaking money, but I don't care. It, it is just so much fun. It's so over the top. And I, yeah, I definitely put it in my top five arcade games ever. I, I really would. It's just the, 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 just the shooter mechanic just works so well. Like I've, I've always been super impressed by those kind of light gun kind yeah. of games. Oh yeah. The technology, like for the time that technology was, it just felt mind blowing. Well, uh, I think it was, didn't it? Because like, yeah, games like House of the Dead as well, like another rail shooter. But I just couldn't get behind House of the Dead. I don't know why. I just um, like we always see one at my, my local place, and it's like this shitty kids dinosaur one. I'm like, oh, this is fucking shite. This this looks terrible. But when you see Time Crisis, yeah, it just it's so fluent, like. Literally, it does correspond. Where you shoot is where you aim. Where you shoot is where you're getting. And there's, like, no roundabout things. Like, I know in later Storms, they added, like, shotgun, minigun. I know you get a machine gun a little points in this game. Um, But it it was just so... Works so well. Just really satisfying. Like, you know, shooting the gun is satisfying. Using the pedal is satisfying. Mm. The kind of motion that you do is almost like you're ducking behind anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can when you're shooting, you can sort of almost feel yourself like just just ducking a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, just getting out out of the way. Like, yeah. The thing is, later on that night, um, we went to your house and we were playing. Was it the was it the Meta Quest? Is that what it's called? It is now, but I always still call it the Oculus. The yes. Oculus, and we were playing that right, and <laughs> I was having an absolute blast playing the shooting game on it. Right. I couldn't play for too long because eventually I'd start getting sick, but I had an absolute blast. And essentially for me, that is the next level of time crisis. And because you actually are immersed into it, you know, I, I would literally say that time crisis that they are, they are the next things because I think if you, if you could give me, I'd love to see if they said, right, you were going to put your Oculus headset on and play time crisis. (laughs) I would lose my mind. I would. Yeah. So Namco just hit. I think they will. I think at some point, once VR becomes more, you know, we get into it more. Time yeah. Crisis will become a headset game. It'll be back. Yeah, yeah it will be back, and it will. I, I think. It'll, I think. They, how they do the pedal thing? That's the only thing. Is but will they make you do? I don't know. I suppose. Yeah, they might. You, I mean, when you're in VR, you just duck. You know. Yeah, you, oh yeah, I suppose you could just duck, couldn't you? Although you could just see it now. Everyone's either gonna have like their backs are gonna get wrecked, or yeah. they're gonna get like hamstrings and quads, like gods. What are you even doing? Oh, I've just been doing squats all day. Massive glutes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's the old time crisis glutes you got there. 
at the time. Imagine that. Everyone comes into the office. Dum, dum. Oh, it's the time crisis crew. And literally all of Namco's staff are just built. So, you know, when they say don't skip arm, don't skip leg day. We don't skip arm day because they've just all got massive glutes. Man, maybe be a golden age. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, the next, like the next stage of human evolution. You know, it's just massive. <laughs> time crisis yeah. asses. Tiny, tiny little <laughs> arms, just massive legs. Yeah. I'd be fucking. Cl- I know it's a bit off topic here, but a bit of, you know, we're just predicting the future. I'm not even saying we're joking. That's not. That'll be the future. But. We did say off camera, there's not going to be much we're going to be talking about this game because there's not. It, it, it's what you, exactly what you get in the tin. But is it a beautiful game? Yes. Is it one of the best arcade games? Yes. Does it still hold up today on the play on the arcade? Yes, one hundred percent. I'd say it still hold up in the PS2 if you still played it. You can play it PS3, but you need an old TV. And I just think you you, you wouldn't have the magic. You've got to play an arcade, and if you play with a friend, I guarantee you will never put. Okay, well, that was that was okay. You will have a fun time. I guarantee it. Yeah, totally agree with that. It's just fun for the fun for everyone. It's fun, not for those kids. That's fine. Yeah, not for those kids who are waiting. They can. Yeah, they're waiting. Please, sir, may I have a go on the machine? But to be fair, that was awesome. We wanted to play Time Crisis Three, and there's some kid with his dad. I'm like, fuck off, dickhead! I play that. So annoyed, and we couldn't play point point blank was next to it, but that wasn't working. It was like a fucking hell. So yeah, which is actually quite unusual for that place because they are well on it. For, yeah, uh, for fix, that. Yeah, fix was, that. Fix that. Fix X Men. X Men was broken. Yeah, but I mean, out of about like four hundred machines, just, no, no, <laughs> fixed of every single one working for my enjoyment. Jesus fucking hell. I could have lived there. I was about to steal the Street Fighter 3 one. I just wanted to pinch that and say, bye, mine. But We should totally pick up this place because it's just like an absolute mecca. Actually, it is. It I is. will just explain the da- da- uh, the the reaction as uh, as we went in there. You were like a fucking kid in a sweet shop. I've never mm. seen anyone so excited. It was hilarious. Yep. Yeah, and the fact they serve beer as well, I was like, holy shit. I even yeah. said, I said, if, if I was single, I would have met my future wife in there. I got because I would have been living in there nonstop. It would have just been me. It would have been the dream. <laughs> it would have been. It's like every time we went in a corner, you were like, oh my God, they've got, they've got this. And then we went around the next corner and you're like, Mortal Kombat. It was it was when we found that floor with the fighting games on there, and I was like, "Holy shit, they've got more of this Capcom! Holy shit, they've got Street Fighter Three! Holy shit, they've got Tekken yeah. Tag! They've got Tekken Tekken Seven! Pro machine, yeah. pro machine Tekken Sevens, by the way, pro machines! Fuck me!" And then we're seeing some guys doing this anime shit, like it was Attack on Titan, but what they were doing, I have no idea. I like, I love my anime, but I it was like a press hand buttons to while yeah. attack on titans go i was like what the fuck are they doing they were having the time of a life one well, then when there was some kid on the first floor doing a dance thing like literally as if he was the king oh, yeah. he was like michael jackson was he insane. was like michael jackson and i was like holy shit this is this is insane and i oh i i oh apparently there was one in liverpool but i didn't get the chance to go there i ran out of time um but next time i go home We'll have to, you come to my homeland yeah. and we'll go find it and we will have the time of our life. And imagine they didn't have Time Crisis 2. Oh, um, they will. Honestly, right, anyone listening to this, if you ever see a Time Crisis 2 machine, just take a photo and send it on to me on Twitter. And yes, that, that should be a thing now. 
do you see Time Crisis 2 in your local shop? Send a picture of it to the um, Twitter. Just do that and I will forever cry. It, literally, I'm bumping this episode up because I love it so much. But all right, because so we, we, we were rambling on all day long, but have, if you're going to give this a score out of 10, now I'm not for the one occasion, I'm going to say for the arcade version, what are you going to give this? Oh, I mean, I'm going to give it a, a nine. Yep. The only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because it's quite short. Yeah. But it is still epic. That would just make me even more bankrupt than I was as a as a young school kid. Do you know what? I, I'm going to agree. And exactly yeah. the same reason. The only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is just because it's not long enough. Um, yeah, basically, it was there to take your coins, and that's what it was for. <laughs> I told you, Namco, I expect my own pristine copy. Yeah. Like when I die, I want I don't want my family around me on my deathbed. I want Namco to come <laughs> to me and tell me how much money I've spent on Time Crisis 2 over the years. That is what I want. Yeah, like, and, a, and, a, and a 21 plastic gun salute. Yeah, oh, fuck me. How fun. <laughs> I'm. Right, I'm messaging that to Namco right now. That's that's being messaged to Namco. Oh my god, the dream! But oh fuck me, what a way to finish! And then twenty one guns <laughs> salute. I might just request that at my funeral anyway. That'd just be funny. If the wife will be like, "You're a dick," well, she won't be. She'll hopefully be mourning me, or she's running off with my with my pension. I don't know. Uh, but either way, it's funny. But Rob, as always, you know what? It was such a good time hanging out, and you know, oh what a joy it was but thank you very much for coming on an, an absolute blast and thank you very much again no problems great to be here take care mate bye and that was episode 66 of time crisis 2 thank you all for listening i hope you had a really good time thank you rob for coming on i really like having you on next week it'll be episode 67 and i hope you all have a great week and i'll see you all next week and again if you want to support the show financially you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash retro wars i've been daniel carroll you take care of yourself bye bye <laughs>